Welcome to the Ear for Fear podcast, the horror movie podcast that boils and ghouls and dead alike are screaming for. Don't be afraid to listen as Rick and the Creeps bore their way into your brains, slither down onto your arteries, into your still-beating hearts. Hi, welcome to the Ear for Fear podcast. This is the podcast that talks about scary movies or movies trying to be scary. I'm Rick and uh, joined by uh, my cousin came on out again. He, he enjoyed it so much last time he decided to, to come out again. We're talking uh, 2020's Psycho Goreman. You uh, recommended this one. I don't right? know why. <laughs> no, it's I had never uh I had I okay, the thing is I had heard about this. A lot of the people I follow on um uh on Instagram or whoever else, you know, uh always talk about this movie and I so I had watched the trailer before but I had never seen it. And then I think when when you when you and I were chatting about like um you know like what movies we could do, we could do and you mentioned this one I'm like, "Huh, I kind of wanted to you know, check this out. The trailer looked intriguing and I was like, Oh, let's give it a shot. And then I watched the trailer again. I'm like, okay, this looks fun. And then I watched the movie and, <laughs> and yeah, it wasn't, uh, I don't know. It wasn't, um, it's fun. I wouldn't say it's a, it's a, it's yeah, a it's knock out of the park. No, it's definitely not a knock out of the park for me. I think if you um, leave expectations behind and you replace that with a, with a beer or two, uh, I think I, pop, I think Scott, I think you're absolutely correct. I think I should have done that going into this <laughs> because after watching the trailer, it, it really, it really kind of got me excited. I'm like, okay, this is going to be like kind of right up my alley. It's going to be kind of cheesy and campy and it, and it is those things, but it fell flat for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we, before we kind of jump into it, uh, two things. Let's do a quick synopsis, which we forgot to do on Videodrome, so everyone forgive Whoopsie. us for that. Yeah, uh, but this one basically is is uh, after unearthing a gem that controls an evil monster, uh, looking to destroy a nameless evil. A nameless evil? <laughs> yeah. yeah, is it a nameless evil? <laughs> that's that's kind of what they refer to him as, right? Nameless evil. Yeah, uh, uh, looking to destroy the universe. A young girl and her brother use it for their personal benefit, basically, right? They they uh, yeah. He's banished to earth yeah and they uncover the amulet the amulet yeah uh, and yeah. uh they're <laughs> it's just palling around it's with just the, pal- pal- yeah. the most destructive force <laughs> in, in the, the universe. universe yeah yeah um which is an awesome setup for a movie i think if i will say the fun- <laughs> the one thing i did really really like is it took zero time to get to this thing yeah like it yeah, literally scrawl in the beginning it yeah. basically <laughs> just tells you the backstory like yeah uh, on the planet gygax like yeah. yes on the, pl- the planet was there gygax. a voice or was it just written? yeah no there was a voice okay yeah there was a voice uh and it kind of yeah it kind of gave the spiel and then then it had oh i guess we should do uh we should do spoilers ahead of time so yeah, it didn't take it didn't take really long like to get into this thing, which I, I will say I love about certain horror movies like just get to it. 
and then we'll figure everything else out. Where instead of you taking now again, this movie I don't think really warranted that. Like all this backstory, it's just let's just get to the meats and guts of this thing. Some movies like say Hereditary has to build up for an hour and a half until you know. <laughs> right. This yeah. isn't that movie. Oh no. Um, so um, they're as far from each other on the spectrum as anything can be. Oh, for sure. As far as horror so films go. you and I, uh, last time you came out, we did Videodrome, and we we chatted a lot about depth and a lot of messaging and substance to the movie. This has none of. Are that. you saying Psycho Gorman doesn't have any depth? Psycho Gorman, hold on, I got, I got to let, I got to throw this little effect already. Psycho Gorman. Dude, I just love that. That sounds cool. <laughs> that just sounds cool. Um, it, I had to do that really fast, just in case I forgot down the road to, to do that little effect. Um, yeah, this there's no substance to this thing. Um, I, I'm glad that is in front of you and not in front of me because you would hit I would it all the time. Nuts Dude, with different things. Yeah, I want to like hit all pew, these pew, different. Pew. Yeah, yeah. I have to hit it at least once or twice uh, before we, you know. But um, uh, let's see. Let's run through the care. This is. Uh, directed by uh, Stephen Kuska, uh, Stephen Stephen Kostansky. Is it Kostansky? Kostansky. Uh, there it is. Kostansky. I think he directed The Void, which I haven't seen, okay, which I, I gotta see. That, yeah. Everyone keeps telling me The Void is really good, and it's on my list, and I haven't done it because because Stephen Kostansky. Kostansky. I think that's correct. Yeah. He's part Did you of see a, The Void? I saw The Void. Yeah. He's part of a like a collective. Uh, a group of filmmakers. They're oh. they're Canadian, I believe, oh, and they're okay. called um, Astron Six. So they oh. they kind of all um, do these. I guess they're lower budget, like okay. under a million dollars, sometimes under a oh. hundred thousand oh. dollars budgeted uh-huh. films, and then they see how far they can stretch the budget, and they oh. they're all kind of fun. Void is a bit more serious. I Would guess. you say because you and I before this we sort of recorded, we were talking about Turbo Kid. Would Turbo Kid fall under that? category of the same directors or is just kind of the I don't same think so i think kind of the same Kid feel or yeah something. okay it has that yeah. kind of the same uh yeah the feel of kind of throwback kind of 80s 90s films um with that with kids and yeah. you know using a lot of synthesizer music which i was um, going to mention i love the yeah. music in this the honestly man one of the most favorite things in this movie for me is the synth music the music's phenomenal. Yeah. The voice of, of Psycho. The guitar work. Oh, dude, it's awesome, the, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's the... Honestly, like the... Like, I, I've seen movies where they, they have a voice, like this kind of menacing, evil voice, and it just falls flat. Sure. That yeah. wasn't the case in this. No, I, I like the guy that plays Psycho Goreman. Yeah. I thought the... I like that Kosh. I like his look, and I like yeah. his yeah, like you said, I did. his voice I, and his demeanor. I, do. I love some of the lines. Like, uh, what what was one of the lines? You'll uh, I'll bathe in your blood or something. Yeah, <laughs> he always has these lines that he's basically going to tell them that he's going to kill them, but then they just like throw. They, they don't care. They're just they like don't they don't care. give a shit at all. <laughs> think, like the one like when there's a scene where uh, by they I, we just mean two kids. Yeah, like two like what what are they? Like? Um, uh, oh God, I would say they're probably like maybe ten to. 13 or yeah, something. Right. Maybe something nine teenagers, nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mimi, Mimi's the, um, Mimi's the sister and Luke's the brother. They're the ones that find the, uh, the gem or the, um, in their backyard, in their backyard, uh, playing, playing a game some, called crazy ball. Is that what it's called? It was called right. crazy ball, which has a lot to do with the plot because it's the whole end of the movie. <laughs> I know. Dude, uh, I, 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 I'll be honest, man. Like, so this was the thing I was thinking about this. So the loser has to build a 
a grave for the uh, you know, so, okay so the loser <laughs> right, builds yeah. a grave for themselves and they get buried because i was trying to understand this like so luke loses the game and then he has to build he has to dig this big hole and is the idea he has to i mean i mean on, on, for the yeah. sake of the movie it's whatever but i mean it was that the, the that idea yeah that he has to be buried alive and so the kids that's kind of <laughs> That's the line in this movie where the, the, the kids and the characters take these jokes um, kind of up where some play, things would be up to, but maybe they go past where things are realistic. So, they, you know, he has to be buried alive, so he actually digs a hole, and he goes in there, and her intent is, like, literally to cover him almost all the way up to, <laughs> to, with dirt. And, yeah. there's, and that's sort of the humor in this movie where it's like, I think for some people would go too far because it... Be, they become less realistic, less characters, and just kind of cartoons. So I okay. So I'm glad you brought that up because that's what I felt with most of the characters. Luke, not so much. Right. I, I was totally fine with him. Mimi, his sister. She's I, I, I wanted to strangle she her. Dude is a psychopath. She. But I will say I'm okay with that part of it. It was just so over the top. Sure. And yeah. and like you said, cartoonish. It, it just didn't feel. And again, maybe that was the intent. I think Do you that was think, the intent. Was that the intent? Because, yeah, dude, she annoyed me. I was actually watching this last night going, I don't know of any other movie I've ever watched other than maybe, say, Babadook, where the kid like annoyed me so much that <laughs> I wanted... Babadook's not a comedy. <laughs> it's <No>. not. <laughs> it's not the same, but the kid in the Babadook annoyed me so much. Um and and that's how she was and she was almost she was worse for me like i don't remember any movie where one kid annoyed me more than she did she was just annoying as hell dude i could get that i'm okay with the cockiness i'm okay with her being spunky and whatever but it was so eccentric yeah i was so over the top that i couldn't i it was cringing from it was i cringed most of the time it bothered me so much like i didn't mind i didn't mind luke was fine like he he acted like your kind of normal teenage boy, you know. Uh, the the dad was okay. I didn't notice it at first, but as the movie went along, he was so lazy and just useless and unrealistic. He, unrealistic. Like, like the girl, he, be, yes. he become caricatures. They're just like cartoony, yes. cartoon characters. And yeah. that was where the two characters I couldn't stand. I couldn't right. stand the yeah. dad. I couldn't stand the daughter. The mom, uh, Susan, I didn't have an issue with her. I swear I've seen her in something else, but I, I she didn't. She looked like the girl. They had facial similarities. That made, I don't think I, they're related. Probably not. Like I could see that in the movie and think like, is that her real daughter? But I, I mean, I She looked like case. I've seen her in something else that I've watched recently, but I didn't look it up to see. I can guarantee you none of the actors in this movie have ever been in anything else <laughs> anything that you've ever seen. <laughs> um, and then, of course, we have Psycho. Hold on a second, ready? Psycho Gorman. <laughs> I, you know, I, I have to do it. I have to do it. Um, and then Pandora. Uh, sh- oh, so there's a... Okay, there's, so what is like, this? It's like uh, alliance of Some, planets. <laughs> so they're the ones who. So he, he, he. So the backstory which they go into is that he was a slave on Gygax, and uh, this group of aliens uh, called the. Uh, oh my Jesus. Uh, what are they called? <laughs> was it like some sort of a- alien alliance or something? Something generic like that. Yeah, the or Templars. 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 Was yeah. it a, okay? So there's a those are the 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 
chick that has like the wings. They're yes. Templars, and they enslave the Gygaxians, and okay. he's able to find this amulet, and he becomes all powerful. Yeah. And eventually, they're able to subdue him and ban- uh, banish him to Earth, and that's the planet. <laughs> that's the <laughs> alliance of planets. So it's this group of a table. You know, it's this council. It's like the UN of planets, but they're all have. You know what different these look crazy like? animals that look like they're out of Star Wars or okay. like a B movie, like so, a Roger Corman film. Yes, or I was gonna say they're like rejected characters from Star Wars. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. I mean, some of them are bad. I think that's the intent. Which <laughs> no, I I think you're right. I, I think there's two things for this movie. It is micro budget for what movies like this go for these days. Yeah. It's a really small budget, um, and I think the intent is just. I think that's where the polarization comes in because I've I know people who are apeshit over this movie and I know yeah. people that are not really into it and I'm kind of in the middle and I understand it's it's the humor and I think it's the intent that it loses people some it's like some of the some of the effects are fun but they look cheap at times but I think that's I'm okay uh, too goofy too I'm okay out there. with uh, I'm okay with uh, goofy or cheesy effects I'm totally fine with that I grew up in the 80s I've seen plenty um it just was everything else that just lost me. With the characters. I, yeah, yeah, it was... The best way I can describe it, and I think I mentioned this to you, was it felt like a, a super bad episode of Power Rangers. Like, yeah. just on more on the horror level of Power Rangers. And that was, I mean, honestly... And I never really watched Power Rangers, but I, right. but Donovan watched it when he was younger. So, I mean, I'd seen bits and pieces, and I'm like, oh my God, this was... That's what, is, that's what it reminded me of, other than maybe some, like, karate or kung fu stuff happening. It just was... And, and again, I'm okay with campy and cheesy, and sometimes it really works for me. It it felt it, it felt flat for me. Like, dude, yeah. I like this movie drug for me. Like, I just wanted it to be over. And I think what was <laughs> what was tedious for me was just it was Mimi and Greg's characters. She just they bothered me so much, man. Yeah, they they just become so unrealistic because they basically don't care about anybody else. Yeah. Uh, they're sociopaths. They don't yeah. care about anybody else's well-beings or feelings. Um, like their best friend, uh, oh, Mi- Mimi, and uh, what was his name? Uh, uh, Anister or something like that. Alistair. Alistair. Uh, yeah. Alistair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He gets basically turned into Krang from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Just this like brain with eyes. With eyes. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and but it's like they go about their business like but that's it's it. Normal. Like yeah, and she does not care at all. No, not at all. Actually, she's got like a crush on him when he. Asks. Yes. Yes, <laughs> she does. She does have a crush on him. Um, oh, you were saying about. Power Rangers. So I know there's a disconnect there because you're older than I am. And I, even I, when Power Rangers came out, was maybe right on the cusp of not getting it. But for some reason, I watched it every Saturday. And I knew at that time, I was like, this is, this is corny as shit. But I could not not watch that show. I have talked to people that feel that way. Yeah. I was just, I, like, and it's the first version of the Power Rangers, the first five that everybody remembers. Um, but like anything after that, I don't. I never watch. But yeah, for some reason, I was so drawn to that show, and I knew it was stupid. But <laughs> I, I don't. And I think that maybe the allure of the maybe that's yeah. the same reason. It is. It's stupid, but it does remind me of kind of the early '90s with the of things and everything in this movie reminds me of of, of that same thing of uh, Power Rangers and 
cheesy over the top music. What yeah. you said you like the music. Oh, I love the music. Like I definitely mean, Power Rangers inspired with the for sure guitar <clears throat> solo for sure, playing. man. Like this felt like metal. We were trying to like before we we hit record. We we're trying to think like, is this like a sci-fi horror? Or, I mean, we could call it almost like a metal horror. I mean, because there was some metal, some metal, not in the over the top yeah. metal, but but there's definitely some eighty synth going on, which I'm a sucker for that. Um, and I think that kind of makes kind of puts it in the same realm as a lot of those other kind of throwback nostalgia e films. Not that they're using nostalgia in the film, but that they're kind of creating that that genre that used to exist in the eighties and early nineties. Where, yeah. um, like you said, Turbo Kid. Turbo Kid. Uh, I love the idea of a, like an apocalypse. Like Turbo Kid, kind of you know delved into that, I, I, and there was a lot of like. You know, like the Mad Maxes, you know, like yeah. the, the post-apocalyptic, you know, like the world, you know, everything's, you know, I don't know if this would have worked better as that. I don't, I don't know. I may have been more, I don't know, intrigued or maybe involved with it more. Like, I don't know. I may have liked it more if, if that was the case. Maybe but if their humor didn't go so far, you may have been it, into yeah, it more it just, with well, the characters and just, it just made it unrealistic. Uh, you know, it, it was, it was hard to like, wait. You know, I think it to was, identify with, I think. Well, I mean, it's like they find this, right? And then, like, immediately they're not... Okay, so so I will say there was a couple of scenes that I really enjoyed. Like, uh, when, he, when he comes out of the hole and he goes to, like, this industrial... I don't know what this... Was it an old, like... It was an old, like, shoe plant or something? Like, it was, like... They used to manufacture, oh. like, shoes there? Was that what it was? I think so. Something and like so that. he goes there and, and there's, like, your, 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 your typical, like... There's three guys. It looks like they had just broken into someone's house, and they had, I guess, killed the person. And then they're there, and they're looking through the stuff that they got. And he and Psycho Gorman comes comes in, and and then it's it's the cheesy. It is. I will say it's kind of cheesy lines that you would have heard from the '80s, mm-hmm. and and cliche then, type yeah, very cliche, stuff, very yeah. kind of trope, you know. Yeah. And and then he rips like their heads off, and I think part of their spine, and I thought that was kind of, I was cool. Yeah. Like, it w- if it was more of that type of stuff, I think I would have been cool, but then it was like this, this like, buddy-buddy relationship with the kids, and the kids are like dressing them up, and, and they're doing like goofy stuff, and I just wasn't, it wasn't, I, I don't know, I just didn't like it. Like, like he's, they're taking him through town and no one in town seems to care. Like he's literally wearing like sunglasses, but he still looks like an alien. And right. it's like, I don't, that's the unrealistic nature of, yeah. Like the, and I think that was the, like, if you're going to play, I think that was my issue <clears throat> because there was a scene where they were playing. Uh, Mimi was explaining to them the rules of uh, what was it? Crazy ball. Crazy ball. And then the police officers roll on up. <laughs> And the reactions are so ridiculous and stupid and over the top. That's what I didn't understand. If you're taking them through town and and you're trying to um, basically pass him off as a regular person, then then why are the cops like doing this? So I think it's to me it's like pick your lane. Like are you is he are you trying to pass him off and people just don't realize he's an alien? Or is it the people? Do, that's the thing. I, I guess don't, in, they don't really specify what time period it is. But if somebody walked down the street that day, this day and age, with, with, you would just think they were cosplaying. <laughs> I, you know, maybe you right. wouldn't think somebody I, was an I, alien if they were a big in big giant purple. What, what true. I think there might have been even a. Was there a line where someone across the street said something like "nice costume"? Maybe you're right. Maybe 
I guess. I think ultimately they're just not going for any sort of real because there's no consequences for literally anyone in the no, movie. No, um, like you said, the two cops show up and and the, the one guy gets turned into like a zombie, some melted zombie thing, and it becomes just, part of the the crew, which was annoying, dude. Oh my god, it <laughs> that's was the so one annoying. thing I did like about that. I did I, you? Yeah, I like that idea of that guy because he keeps wanting to die. And he's trying yeah, to he did. kill himself. He, he, yeah, I did like when it's he wrote just, a Mimi the like it looked like a, a Valentine and it, and it was a heart that he had that he had cut out and wrote like kill me or something yeah. like that or something like that was kind of funny. I just it's such a funny idea to just turn that guy just he's just a living embodiment of suffering and then it just yeah. becomes part of their crew and they don't care. No, and I know that's not realistic. It just it's that's the crux of the movie. It's either you're on board with the just everything being a gag. Or, yeah. or you need some sort of realism injected in there, or something anchoring the characters. Yeah, and yeah, I think you're right. I, I think, I think you, it was harder for me to, like, if I was if I was to watch this movie, let's say this movie was a lot, it came out 20 years ago or whatever. Maybe, maybe I would have had more fun with it, but more the the 50 year old cynical Rick, I guess. <laughs> and I can, and and there are times where I can remove all of that stuff and just just take it for the the surface value of what it is i've done that with other movies i could not and i tried man i really wanted to like this movie i really wanted to have fun with this movie but there was just so many things especially with mimi and the dad that i just couldn't get past and then it became so power rangery that I just <laughs> it's just like like i i'm i'm even i like the look of some of these characters i thought were really cool you know but yeah. then but then the execution when they're fighting was just so goofy like it was it just it I think didn't, the- those people could barely move in those costumes. My guess is, yeah, yeah. Like the one, what was the one? It looked like a big like bucket with heads in and it. And that's my favorite one. That's your favorite because, one because, yeah, it's just a big bucket <laughs> with, heads, with bodies in it, and it just he has what looks like guns. It's a bucket with feet <laughs> and two arms, and it looks like there's guns, but it just spews blood. Yeah. And then the yeah. funny thing about that is that it runs out. It runs. <laughs> I will say that was pretty funny. That's a good gag. But what, what was I did like the one where it looked. I don't know what it was, but I remember the head falling off, and it was, and then I think it spoke in a different language. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that it was one? Like was like a witch. Type. It was like a witch. That one yeah. was cool. With, like, but this kid's face. Yeah, dude. That that I'm. A, I loved that. I thought that was cool. But then there was then there was one where it looked like some metal person, and it did not look metal at all. It looked like yeah. a, it looked like a horrible version of like the Tin Man from say like a bad Wizard of Oz movie. Like I don't even know what it was. Yeah. And then the other guy looked okay. The one that was wearing the crown because <laughs> I guess that? they rotate they rotate who like is in charge of whatever realm they're ruling. It was because he that's he's the leader of those guys. But he was the leader right now because his he said that they take turns. No, no, I meant um the nameless evil oh is the leader oh. of those guys oh they're those a, guys yeah oh, they're a group okay. okay and so he he's he's been controlled by the little girl and so he reaches out to the tel- television yes. and contacts them yes. and they come down and he thinks they're gonna kill the girl but then now they're like no we're better off without you because yeah. it's a democracy because we yeah, all take turns we wear the crown a democracy of evil <laughs> right. or something because what is what does psycho call himself the the arch archduke of nightmares yeah yeah see those are the things i do like like when you give yourself cool little nicknames or the the, the, the lines i'll bathe in your blood i love that stuff i just felt like there wasn't enough of that um There's but yeah lot, they yeah. they come they basically yeah so he they come down and he thinks oh they're gonna 
gonna they're gonna uh, help him out. Well, that's no, they're gonna kill him off. And so then there's this kind of goofy, this goofy fight, and then he gets hurt, and and <laughs> yeah, you don't really care what's going no. on. You're just I, I will say that when I first saw the movie, I saw the trailer, I bought it on Blu-ray immediately. Yeah. Um, I, so you I, bu- you did a blind buy on it? Yes. Oh, you did. I do that a lot. I do you that do? probably too much. Yeah. Uh, I've only done that a few times, and it's always bit me in the ass. Yeah. This, so I don't do it anymore. This one's a little risky because I only saw the trailer, and I was just like, fuck it. You know, like, <laughs> the cover. I mean, come on. The cover is pretty cool. Man. So, um, and I will say, the first time I saw it, uh, I had a little bit more fun watching it, but I also had things to drink. Oh. And the second time, I didn't have anything to drink. And I usually don't drink when I'm watching something like Videodrome, something oh, that has no. layers. Yeah. I want to think and I want to really get yeah. the different layers, especially if we're going to be talking about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, something like that. I had m- way more fun watching it when I had, really? had a beer or a mixed drink. Or Maybe something. I need to do that and it's if just, I watch this again. It's not like I'm not <laughs> advocating for people to... No, no, but but there are a lot of movies. I've even said this before. I did a uh, I did an episode called Wild Zero. And this was the most bizarre movie I'd seen in a while. And it was like rockability meets zombies meets <laughs> dudes. If you haven't seen it, I would, I honestly would say, I think, I even said, I think in the episode, because I did that episode by myself, and and I, I even I even said, I think you needed to drink, have a, I think there was a drinking game actually for that movie that I had, uh-huh. I had read about or I saw a video for, and I think I probably would have enjoyed it a lot more if I had been drinking a little bit. And again, we're not advocating that, but there are some movies ad, out there that I think makes the movie better. Yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, um, it just kind of puts it over the, the over the top for that. You know, maybe that's what I should have done, man. I don't know. Have an edible or a drink or something yeah. before I before I had uh, watched this movie. Um, like I said, I'm not. There is some stuff that I think you know is, is cool about the movie, and I really did want to like the movie. I was like, all right, cool. You know, this is gonna be this is gonna be fun. And then it just it didn't take too long for it to become annoying for me. And I think that wears out. It, it, it did. It wore me out. Like I, Mimi's character, the, the, the sister or whatever. I just, I could not, I just, I, I dude, Not I had, so, uh, yeah, within maybe 15 minutes of it, I was done with her. Yeah, I could see that. The, it becomes the Mimi show. It really did. And it's just, and it was just so, and I'm, and I, and kids don't, Kids in movies in general or horror movies, they don't bother me. I've seen so many of them that I can just ignore it. I, it was it was so in my face and glaring with her, and it was so over the top that I just couldn't get past it. I wanted to look past it. I just couldn't, man. I I, sure. I tried, and so yeah. Um. <laughs> you know what? It, it reminds me of so like there's a movie like Monster Squad. Yeah, which is. I love Monster great, Squad. Great, great movie, yeah. And it's it's you know it's kids, but they're talking like kids talk. You yes. know, it's not. It's I mean, I love the Goonies, but you know, it's a it's a PG movie or whatever. There's kind of talk like kids do, but Monster Squad they really talk like kids talk. You yeah, know, because even yeah. when you're that age, you're pushing the boundaries of what's acceptable, what you can say with your friends and True. things like that. Yeah. And then and then also in that movie though, there's it's funny. The kids are funny, but. It, it doesn't get detached from reality, even though they're dealing with monsters. It's still they act like real kids, and there's consequences for everything. Yeah. Whereas that's this one, it gets a little bit out of too far out there, push it a little bit too far with with the kids and the characters. There's no consequences. It just becomes one 
series of gags, one big gag. Yes, um, I think that's a perfect way to explain it. Yeah. Like it was, yeah, it was one big gag after another, and I almost just, a satire. But then you're like, what is it? What is it a satire of? See, that's the thing. Not I'm really. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I'm okay with the satire. Uh, you know, uh, Spinal Tap, for instance. I mean, sure. it's the perfect yeah. satire. Yeah. You know, and that's a movie I watch. Every time I I watch it, I'd like it even more, and I catch more stuff. Right. I just don't see that happening with this with yeah. this movie. No, I get that. Like, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with someone making fun of something or playing off of it. But what what is it that you were you know? I, I don't yeah. know. That's why I wouldn't call it a satire because they're like paying homage to '90s stuff, but they're not really deconstructing anything, so yeah. it can't be a satire. It's just a gag. It's just a bunch of gags. Well, uh, yeah, that's true. Because I mean, you're not really making fun of it, right? Yeah, right. You're just, oma- you're paying homage, or They're you're not- borrowing from other movies. That I, obviously, uh, the director, you know, he was influenced by certain things. I don't know what those things. I mean, I definitely think Power Rangers, but there may be some other movies that influenced him. You know, and that's there's nothing wrong with that. But I if do you're- have a list if we want to get to. Oh, some you, of the is things. there? Yeah. There's I a mean, list. Yeah, yeah I have curious. a short list of things that I that I found online that oh, yeah. he was that inspired by. By okay, I'm and curious. So yeah. the things that uh, when I was watching it, definitely you said Power Rangers was yeah. a big thing. Oh, for sure um, for me. Yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, see, I never really watched that, so I I could see uh, the 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 song at the very end of the movie is straight up a kind of. They basically listen to the Ninja Turtle song at the end, which is like a rap song, which uh-huh. is called Turtle Power. And they basically made the version of that just with the same beat and the same oh everything. So it's, it's okay. a direct callback to Ninja Turtles. So yeah. there's yeah. that. Um, there's a movie called, I don't know if you've ever seen The Giver or The Giver 2. No. They're like no. Uh, uh-uh. science, fantasy, horror, action. They're oh. based on a Japanese manga. Oh, um, so Mark Hamill's in the first one. Oh, yeah, because I know he does a lot of voice work for. Uh, is is he? Is it? Is it? Oh, it's a live it, action. Oh, it's a live action. Yeah, so they're they're based oh. on a Japanese oh, okay. manga, but they're live action. Uh, they're I think they're American made. Um, oh, okay. But they're they're they use costumes like Power Rangers, but it's ah. before Power Rangers hit the states. Oh, so I used to watch them. The first one's not that good because it's not as fun. But the second one, it's basically a guy who finds an alien costume and he has to fight other aliens. Oh, okay. and he's in a costume and he they you know they do martial arts and stuff like that. And, uh, hey, I love martial arts. Yeah, so, I mean, they're great. But yeah. that totally reminded me of this too. Uh, uh, Giver. Giver. Uh, okay. Yeah. What uh, was that? You have the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring up the list because I'm curious. Like if. If any, if any of his influences, like I've seen any of the movies, you know, yeah, um, you know, because I'm just like, I mean, definitely you could tell, like, I mean, it, you could tell he he, the movie is influenced by other stuff. I mean, absolutely, man. Sure, you know, uh, what's the list say? One Let's of the see. things which reminded me because that group of his Astron Six, it did remind me of Roger Corman's production yes yes because everything was very small budget they kind of True. turned out these things oh, as yeah. quick as possible oh, yeah. um i think maybe they have a try to maybe make the quality a little better they're a little bit more invested in these films rather than just turning a profit um artistically but one of them is a it's a roger corman film that which one does it's it? a galaxy of terror which i've oh, never yeah. seen i have heard of it i don't know if i've seen uh, galaxy of terror okay um i i i would i would i would guess that morris has seen that um you know, but yeah, what else? Uh, class of night, 
1999, which oh. I have not seen either. I think I remember that movie. That was kind of your um, kind of your uh, Nukem High type stuff. Um, it's a Terminator kind of uh-huh. ripoff. It's like if all the teachers. Yep. Uh-huh. It, it was look. I, so I saw the trailer, and I, I want to buy this movie because yeah. it looks. I think I saw that cheesy. a long time ago, but they did. They did like a bunch of movies around that time. Nukem High was one. I'm trying to think of like. I would almost say Toxic Avenger would be on the lines of. Okay. Yeah, yeah like on these I... lines. Uh, I'm not gonna say. No, I won't say street trash. I'm just. I'm trying to think of the movies that had that type of like low budget, over the top stuff. Um and the, the, yeah, like I said, Toxic Avenger, Nukem High, Class of I I think I saw that one a long. I don't remember much of it because it was a long time ago. But uh, what other ones? Uh, <laughs> this one again, I've never seen. Uh, Sinjinor. Never, I've never <laughs> seen. I've never even heard of it. Um, yeah, I it, it's a it's a it's a monster. It's a big monster. Do movie. we think it's maybe Japanese? Uh, no, no, this it's, it's American. Uh, it's American or possibly Canadian. But uh, oh, okay, yeah, okay. it's um, uh, you you should watch these trailers all. I'm gonna have to the check these, these out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but they basically all involve some sort of a practical effect creature and kind of they're all in the 90s or early 90s or okay. late 80s yeah um, there's definitely a theme going uh guyver 2 dark hero okay which um you said on. you you saw this yeah I, I remember watching those growing up yeah and i, I liked it um yeah that uh it, it's it's a cool look the the guyver costume yeah. is fucking awesome is it uh, check that yeah out. it's it's very comic booky like especially yeah. japanese and i'm okay with that i love that yeah. type of stuff yeah and the live action doesn't look too bad like his costume it's like it's that soft like oh foam, yeah like the you, foamy stuff yeah, yeah it doesn't look like it though like you can tell because they're doing all these movements <laughs> yeah, and, and, yeah, and like yeah. flying through the air but uh it, it doesn't you know you speaking of costumes you know, what annoyed me with with psycho gourmet the, the pandora character i noticed her whatever was coming off of her head it kept moving yeah and i'm like it's not yeah. gonna move like that if it, it's you know, like we're assume, we're, soft. we're supposed to yes, yeah, we're supposed, supposed to assume to it's yeah, it's armor metal <laughs> and it's moving like 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 it's nerf or something. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Like I like the creature designs, but a lot of it was definitely cheap, so you could yes. see things moving. And again, uh, it's always to me, it's I'm okay with stuff as long as you execute it properly. Like if you're gonna go on the cheap route, I'm okay with it, but but put it all. Really put all the effort into that, whether it cost a right. million dollars yeah. or ten dollars. If you're gonna if you're gonna put it in your film, make sure the execution is there. I'm okay with cheesy and and campy and on the. I'm okay with cheaper on the cheaper side. But if you're gonna do it, really sell me on it. And yeah, that's right. not what I was getting with this. Sure. And I think that was part of my problem. What other? What's the, what else is on? I think on the, the last one is I don't know if you were seeing. It. I remember. I think I saw this in the theater. Uh, mm. Virus from 1999 with Jamie Lee Curtis. I remember that movie. Um, did I ever watch? I remember it. I don't think I ever watched it. I don't think I ever watched it. I do yeah. remember when it came out though. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of practical wow. effects. Oh, okay. Uh, in that movie, it's about a. Uh, Jeez. Yeah. It's it's like a. Um, I guess a. I don't remember if it's something that actually comes out of the sky and lands, and I think it's on a ship, but basically it's just like this alien that keeps uh, incorporating technology and taking people over. uh, Interesting. Really cool practical effects. Really? Um, I'm a sucker for good practical effects. 
I don't think I ever saw it though. Yeah, it's not a good movie. It's not a good movie. No, it's not a good. But it's it's one of those. I, I like a lot of those because yeah, I, yeah. I just like anytime somebody put that work and effort into something. Shh, absolutely, like sure. I'm I'm down. Yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. It. And I don't. And the thing is, I don't want to like. I mean, I I know making a movie. It takes so much time and so much energy and a lot of you know a lot of ideas and a lot of a, a lot of uh, 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 sleepless nights to do movies. So I don't ever want to crap on them. I will say there are things I just don't like, and you know some stuff. I some stuff work for me. Some stuff doesn't work for me, and that's okay because we all have our own opinions. But yeah. I know that. There's a lot involved when it comes to making a movie, and oh, I don't, yeah. I don't want to ever dismiss someone's art, you know, because that's what that is—it's right. art, and and I, you know, I don't, and so I know. There's a line though. It's like I have no problem uh, dissing something that that costs uh, two hundred million dollars uh, because it's not—it's it's less art. There's there's like a line where there's yeah. there's art and commerce, and the people working. Yes, there's still people craftsmen working on those films. But they don't. A lot of those. I've been taking from somebody who's been who's worked on shitty films that yeah. aren't mine. Yeah. Like I know I'm working on a shitty film. <laughs> yeah. I know it sucks. Yeah. I'm just there because either I want a credit or I want to get paid. Yeah. yeah. Or a little bit of both. Yeah. Or I want to make connections. And sure. that's the thing with a lot of craftsmen in the industry. It's like people are worried about like, well, I don't want to trash a movie because there's so many people working on it. No. Like they will probably trash it too. They'll probably go yeah. to parties and be like, "This movie, like, this, this is a <laughs> yes, fucking director." Right? Like, yeah, like, yeah. So I have, no. and I and I get that. I mean, I know, I know. I'm sure there are. You could talk to actors and directors and whoever else. So there are certain movies that they hold dear to their heart, and there are other ones. Yeah, this was just a paycheck, or I I read the script and I thought it was going to be the execution. I thought was going to be there, and it just wasn't. Yeah. Um. I I I have more respect for someone. Look, I mean, there are there are phenomenal directors out there that can make a great movie with a two hundred million dollar budget. There's also someone that can make a, a phenomenal movie for two hundred thousand. Right. I mean, they're they're out there. Yeah. You know, and so I I respect that more. Um, if I like the movie, I like the movie no matter what. But I, re, I but I do I do respect someone that can that has far less. And then just has like I mean, for instance, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Dead Alive would come to mind. Peter Jackson did Dead Alive before he yeah, had all that yeah. money to do all these just other. Pretty much all himself. All himself he played man. multiple characters in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, man. And it's yeah, and it's over the top. It's kind of like this, but I mean, I still, I still, you know, it, it has a charm about it. Um, sure, I, I, I will forgive more things for smaller films because yeah. they have less. Obviously, if they had more money, they'd make it. <laughs> they put sure. more into it. You yeah. know, and they yeah. maybe you know have better locations and maybe have more time better actors. To take, yeah, to take more <laughs> takes. I call the I call this acting one take acting because it's yeah. like, yeah. and it's probably up to the director too. It's it's everything is in one take. Sure, all right, we get it. Let's go because yeah. maybe they only have a budget to be there for you know one day or so long. Uh, whereas if you had more money, you have the time to oh, for sure. take two hundred takes like Kubrick would do oh or gosh. things like that on film, not even on digital, film, yeah. which is crazy. Oh my god. Um, but no, I will forgive these movies. I will give them way more slack than something that's two hundred million, for sure. Be- because because of that fact, when a movie is not good and it costs over a hundred million dollars, there is no excuse for that. It's like you had you had all the resources, and this is and this is it's under par. It's like fuck off. I had one of those. I'm not going to mention the title, 
but it was in the Marvel universe, and it was. You're not going to mention the title. Uh, why? Why not? You're gonna. I know. I getting... guess I just don't like pissing people off. Who Marvel? They have. Plenty. <sighs> yeah, that's true. So <laughs> when I went and saw the newest Doctor Strange, and I love again, I will I, say I, yeah. a case of having things to drink because so so you that, drank when you... I drank as I knew it. Yeah, and yeah. Sam Raimi, I like. I love Sam Raimi. Right. I do, I do. I love, I love Sam Raimi. I, just I love knew him his... in a studio in that big studio yes. system. Thank was going to be conflicting. Yep. So I, I had a lot. Well, I'm not going to say I had a lot to drink, <laughs> but I had some things to drink, and I really enjoyed the Sam Raimi ness stuff in that movie. Whereas yeah. the other stuff, I couldn't care less about. But I had yeah. more fun drinking. I see that maybe I need to rewatch it because I, I saw it at the theater and I and I went into it wanting to just love it because I love the I, I I love the Doctor Strange character yeah and I dig Sam Raimi I just I wasn't sure how it was going to mesh I know he did Spider Man but I love I love the Evil Dead or Drag Me to Hell Sam Raimi I like the lower you know not not a big budget you know and Spider Man one and two though are amazing the, films. amazing great great films They're some of the best great, yeah yeah and, and but it felt more like a Spider Man movie than a Sam Raimi movie. The, Doctor, this newest Doctor Strange felt like a Sam Raimi movie more than a Marvel movie. I wanted a Marvel movie, and I got a, I got a Sam Raimi movie. I got, I got a disjointedness of both. I got a push in a pool yeah. of the Marvel uh, cookie-cutter way they, they film things, that they turn things out, production, we do this, yeah. this, 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 and we make a movie. And then I got a Sam Raimi with... These are the things I do in my movies. These are the shots that I use. Yeah. These are the themes I kind of have, and I, it felt disjointed to me. So yes, we didn't get either. Was, we no, didn't dude. get a like a decent Marvel film yeah. that's not going to blow you away, and we didn't get a, yeah. a Sam Raimi film. Disjointed is a good word. I I think that's an excellent word. Um, I did yeah, love I, that movie way more. I didn't. I didn't say I love. I don't love that movie. Yeah. But I was drinking and I enjoyed that movie. <laughs> Maybe I for <laughs> for what it was a, a ridiculous and. Kind I of guess, dumb at times, but I will say Thor, no amount Thor four, no amount of alcohol or edibles yeah. can save that film. Oh no. From just being a boring really like slog through I'm, familiar territory oh, they covered in the last really? movie with oh. this just joke after joke that falls flat. R- really? I don't okay. wanna like turn this into a big thing. I'm no, just no, <laughs> I I'm seeing I haven't seen it, uh seen it tonight. And and I and I love the Thor character too. I just it is it's fun and and so I was hoping <laughs> before you said that I'm gonna go into it though. I'm gonna I always oh, I, always, I, I I didn't even realize you. It's yeah. okay. I always go into every movie <laughs> open minded because yeah. See what what I'm I like you may not like and vice yeah, versa. Definitely. So it's okay. And 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 I'm gonna go into it open minded like I do with everything. And if I hate it, I'm gonna I, I hate it. Like like I know saying that I, that I didn't like Doctor strange is probably gonna rub people wrong and that's okay i just was i was bored by it it felt like a super long movie yeah there was some stuff like the 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 stuff with the um with the music notes when they were fighting was one of the stupidest (laughs) things i've ever seen in my life yeah and that was danny elfman and that was Danny Elfman. Look, 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 Danny Elfman yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah. He's like, no, I, I'm not talking about the music. I'm talking about them with the music notes and they were like, oh, fi- yeah, the, yeah, fight, yeah. the fighting each like other. Fantasia. Dude, that fight, was stupid yeah. for me. Danny Elfman all day long is phenomenal, man. Uh, that yeah. goes back to the only good boy and good days. Uh, you know, and, he, and, he, and so, um, no, it was just the whole, it was goofy, like the, the music notes and the fighting each other. And then it felt too, again, it felt too much like an Evil Dead. I love Evil Dead. I love all those things, but I didn't want to see that in a Marvel movie. It just it didn't it didn't 
it just didn't fit for me, man. And and yeah. it doesn't mean I hated the movie. It was okay. Um, I really wanted to like it because I just I think out of all of the characters in the Marvel universe, Doctor Strange is my favorite. I, he just resonates with me more than anything. Doesn't mean I don't like the other ones. It's just him for some reason. I just like his character, and I was like, oh, it's gonna be awesome. And then it was just like, oh, yeah. okay. And I was just it was whatever. Yeah. And and so so like it's like if you have a two hundred million dollar budget versus whatever the two hundred thousand, and then and then you put that out. It's like, oh come on, man! You missed the mark. Right? Yeah, and it's it's more. Yeah, it angers me more. That, yeah, that, that that you can make a movie with that much that many resources and have that many problems. And but it also goes back to if you have that many resources, there's too many cooks in the kitchen. Yep. There's executives oh, that they absolutely. have to worry about. So every some every d bag executive that has <laughs> doesn't know shit about movies because these days they come from their their graduates, their business graduates. Yeah. That they you know and they go into the into these. But it's it's a, just a big business. Um, yeah. Well, that's what sports has become. It's become analytics. Yeah. Instead right. of going with your gut. Yeah. Or what you've what you used to do when you were playing baseball. Like most of these baseball. Let's just call it baseball because it's analytic, it, analytics and baseball has just consumed baseball, and it's almost taken a lot of the fun out of the mm-hmm. sport. But that's what it is. All your executives aren't. They're not. They're not whoever who played the game or yeah. who managed the game they're they're they they graduate from i don't know Yale or Harvard whatever friggin college you know and 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 they specialized in analytics and this and that and then and I'm not saying it doesn't work cuz they they've found a niche and it does work but it's taken it's it's taken the numbers. fun yeah. yeah they're taking the fun out of the game like like right. I, I i i i find watching baseball and it wasn't that baseball was Baseball's always been one of my my, my first loves um, when it came to sports, and I know a lot of people find it boring, you know. But but now it's like I don't I, I could I could sit down and watch a game, and now anymore it's hard for me to sit down and watch it because they're because they're I find these players are looking at a, a wristband that tells them where to go. Really? Oh, I'm not kidding you, man. And it's like you've taken you've taken just the natural beauty of baseball and now you put it on a piece of paper and then it says, "Okay, well this batter I got to move 20 feet to the left because he likes to hit it what here." And dude, it's weird like the shifts and stuff oh, in baseball. Man. You know, like they will literally have a batter will come up and and he's prone to hit it to um let's say right field. So they'll take the third baseman and the shortstop and they'll move them over to the second base. So now you got like three or four guys on that side instead of your normal position. And it's just weird, man. And it just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's the whole, and that's, and I guarantee you, that's what they do in movies. Oh yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's like yeah, the algorithm tells us uh-huh, that yeah, people uh-huh. like this or this or at this point in this eight episode streaming show that the people are going to tune in at this. Point, you know, yeah, it's all algorithms and uh, and and based on what people look at, what they're flipping through on yeah. all these streaming. And I'm sure sometimes they're right, but a lot of times they're wrong, man. It's, and well, it's 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 all wrong if if none of it feels like it's natural and it's coming from a place where, again, a, a ninety five thousand dollar movie. It's a group of people who have an idea who want to make something, and yeah. they made it. Yeah. No matter how much resources or how little resources they had, they made it. They did their thing. Yeah. Versus a huge group that says, we're going to do this because these people tell us that 
uh, it's the time to do this or it'll be profitable at this point in time to do this. This is our trajectory. This is yeah. our business strategy. Uh, the event, the investors like these ideas. Uh, our stock will probably go up if we re- release a movie at this time. So we have these slots open during these years yeah, from the yeah. next five years. It's weird. Um, man. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> 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 and mo- movie making has always been a business to turn a profit. But there's a difference between making a profit, whether it's a little profit or a big profit, then maximizing profit. Squeezing out every little bit. Changing things in a movie to yeah. squeeze out every little bit of profit. Oh, man. I mean, I, I could I could talk about, like, there's a lot of franchises, you know. Um, you know, I've watched a few documentaries let's uh, on, like, Friday the 13th and, and Nightmare on Elm Street where, you know, it, 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 you know, when it first started, it was about the art and it was making this small budget film then it became just this enormous cash cow and they would they would throw them out within six to nine months (laughs) and each movie would lose quality and it and and it and i'm watching these documentaries and and these executives are talking about why they did what they did and it pisses me off because you 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 you, all you cared about and i understand it's a business i i I do but then you, you basically shit all over the art because you're let me get this thing out in two months, and and we're going to release it nine months after the other movie came out because we want to maximize our dollar, and and it bothers me, and and I get it, I you know I I don't know if I was an executive or I was in their position, maybe I would do the same thing. I don't know because I'm I don't. Well, they but. have a pressure to appease their stockholders versus an. Uh, uh, like diehard fans or the actual director or some writer who actually wants to do something decent people who want to actually make a good you know good piece of work well they're they're beholden to to these other groups of people that you know well well these people invested in our company so we need to make as much money for them as possible (sighs) but it's like it used it's always been a business but it was never a this big a business where your art obviously suffers yeah, uh, and that's why, and that's why you know I'll still go see the, a big budget movie. I, I will, but I also will go well, like Top Gun. Yeah, that, I, yeah. I have still haven't seen that. By that the way, that was a great I film. It's, man. I hear it's great. Jesus, uh, the Maverick one, the newest one. Yeah, and it's I know I, I hear like great, yeah. it's just a big. I, I know Tom Cruise is perfect in every one of his movies that he does, <laughs> and everything he does has yeah, to be perfect. Yeah. But he's still one of the only big producers that wants to do things on that level yeah on that scale practically and like that's yeah. amazing of course i will see that and yeah. i enjoyed it i yeah. really I, did. I have heard it's good um i will gravitate towards like with like with music right you know you got the big big uh the like we we talked about this in the previous episode uh for video drone you know you got your groups and you got your artists that are huge and popular but then i like to gravitate a little bit towards more of the indie music you know i feel like it's still there's still this rawness about about their music and the same with film like i will i will watch a lower budget you know and and i know psycho gorman you know falls in that category but but i'm maybe a different subgenre of that where you're doing like you know, like Hereditary wasn't a big budget. You know, uh, The Dark and the Wicked, which I had you borrow, which I think yeah, you yeah, really right. liked. Yeah, you know? I like that one. Um, you know, movies like that where I don't, I don't. It's not a ton of money going into it, but I still feel like it. It looks, it looks like it's a not a huge budget, but it doesn't look super low budget either. Right. It's kind of where somewhere in the middle, but but I but I I, I feel like the the people involved haven't yet been tainted yeah right <laughs> you know what i mean Cor- corrupted, corrupted yeah. and swallowed up into exactly. this big machine 
Exactly. That's man. what Marvel does. That's why I'm always afraid when, because uh, there used to be, they used to get an indie director. Um, uh, shoot, I forgot the guy that directed Black Panther. Um, oh, okay. I don't remember yet. Uh, oh, man, that's going to bug me. I always get on these fits where yeah, I just can't up. remember Look anything. it up on oh, the yeah. computer or on your phone. Um, but, you know, I mean, so yeah. yeah I mean, it's uh, past. Is it past? <laughs> I don't want to be the one. No, but yeah. I mean, he, he was an indie director and he directed uh, that Fruitvale Station, which was really good about the. Oh. Um, the murder of the guy in, in Oakland uh, oh. by the by the transit cops. Oh, okay. um, and so he, like yeah. he, it's a it was a really good film. Then he directed Creed, uh, which oh, okay. is, was yeah. a really great film. Yeah, and it's not he's yeah. not like he kind of came from a from a lower budget, you know, yeah. type thing. But then you know Marvel took him and swallowed him, swallowed him up. Swallow up. And you, that's you know who happens. I will say, and I know we're kind of getting on topic here off topic, but I will say James Gunn. James Gunn, who does, you know, who did uh, yeah. you know, Slither. He's and kind he's of done, been able to keep his He has. He, you cred. know, a Suicide Squad. He did, um, you know, he's done, obviously, Gardening to the Galaxy. Yeah. He he somehow has maintained and hasn't gotten, like you said, swallowed up by by that the, the machine you know yeah um you know the the he, you know he did that uh that television show um oh god i forget for hbo max uh the one with uh, john C- uh, uh, cena uh oh peacemaker yeah, peacemaker, peacemaker okay. which i just i love dude i thought it was phenomenal man like it, it felt still raw and kind of gritty but it still had a big budgety feel yeah. the suicide squad that he did uh a year or two ago which i thought was just great you know and he has a way of maintaining that and not losing himself mm-hmm. in that and you know um but anyways man i don't know where hmm. how we got well, on that yeah it's just the difference between uh these kind of yeah smaller budget different different size films and again like uh, any yeah if it's if it's halfway decent i would rather watch a really low budget halfway decent film yeah. and enjoy it over something that costs 250 million yeah. that costs another 100 million that they're marketing oh costs. god for sure yeah and and that just does nothing nothing for me anymore i think the older i get i would i seek these types of things out you know yeah. oh, people can't see me i'm like holding i know it. you're all holding <laughs> it up like someone could see you he's he's got a he's got the copy of the blu-ray for psycho gorman i just I, this um, is the kind of stuff that i that's probably why i blind bought because i'm like come on like yeah that's, yeah you know um, i mean i could have I don't blind buying stuff anymore only because it's burned me, but I could see myself 10 or 15 years ago blind buying that. Seeing that, you know, in a, in a, well, I mean, now anymore, no one carries any movies anymore, it seems like. You go to Best Buy and they got like five movies that are, that's, that's it. I don't, right, none yeah. anymore. Right. And, and everyone's, you know, I, I mean, I guess there's still a few of the, you know, the few of the little mom and pa places that I think maybe sell the used movies, but it's just like anymore, it's, it's like you got to buy everything online. And it's like, I, I don't know, man. I've said this a million times. I just like going into a place and walking down aisles and picking up stuff and having it in my hand. And mm-hmm. I like that experience. It was the, it wasn't it wasn't that I maybe left the store with something that I bought. It was just the whole experience of it. It's yeah. like, well, why do you go to the movie theater? Because we can watch everything in our in our house now, and and all right. the TVs these days are huge. Well, it's because of the experience. It's going to the theater and being yeah. in the seats and and that surround sound and being around other people and seeing their reactions and. That's yeah. that's what it's about. It's going to a concert, man. It's not the same as listening to a CD. Right. You yeah. go into a show and and and, and really getting that feel. And, you want a memory. Yeah, you know? man. And that's what's great. And a lot of that is just not there anymore. And that's what's a bummer about everything. It's like you know they've taken away, you know, like like the media. Like it's like anymore. It's pretty soon. I'm afraid we're not going to be able to buy a, a Blu-ray. 
you know, or an album somewhere because they just said, well, you know, it's just going to be digital. Well, it's not the same. Yeah. Well, they're trying to push physical it out. Media, physical media. Yeah. That's what I was thinking I mean, of. Yeah. When, when a company like Apple decides to never again put a disc player or whatever in their, in their laptops, well, that's, yeah. that's them pushing towards because uh-huh. they want to push out the physical media. I hope it doesn't ever happen. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely love physical media. I don't, I don't buy as much as I used to anymore. Um, but I still do buy. I'm like the last person I know out of my group of friends that really still buys CDs and occasionally vinyl and uh, yeah. Blu-rays. Like none of them are even no. 4Ks. I mean, I, I'm big on the 4Ks. Yeah. I like the I double dip and triple dip, and I keep that's that's my buddy Morris. Man, <laughs> Morris will do that too. I mean, he he definitely still buys, and I try I buy when when it's warranted. Like when I something really blows me away, I'm like, oh, I want this. You know? Yeah, I read reviews on them too, and I try to get stuff that the stuff that was shot on film. That is the mm. stuff that deserves to be seen in 4K, I guess. And when you watch it in that on a good TV in your house, you're watching it better than it ever was even in the theater. Yeah. And I'm not True. saying that's uh, – I still go to the theaters. I like that. That's yeah. a memory. That's an experience. But at least at my home, I can have the best quality, and it's future-proofed because now forever – I have this really decent quality. If my internet goes out, I'm okay. <laughs> exactly. You know, as long right? as I have. Uh, That's what people seem to forget. It's like it's all. It's all. It's all about whether you're it's licensed yeah, content yeah. that may not be on Netflix or uh-huh. whatever, and it gets moved around. Exactly. And at some point, you're gonna be like, it's not on anything. Uh-huh. And there's stuff that's not even available to rent. So try finding the abyss or true lies mm. on any service. I believe trying to rent it, it's just gone. It's gone. Is that right? Because James Cameron, I think. He's he's oh. gonna he maybe eventually he's working on a Blu-ray for those. I see, but he's been so preoccupied with sequels of Avatar that nobody wanted that <laughs> he, he's he's pushed those amazing films off of remastering them and yeah. putting them out, yeah. and now you can't even you can't buy them can't, unless you, you buy them uh, a used DVD off of eBay. Oh, is that or right? Yeah. yeah, that's the only way I, to see those movies. I, I find it weird that in this day and age, it's hard that we don't we can't find that. I uh, yeah. there's a movie from the '80s. It's one of my favorite comedies called Better Off Dead with John Cusack. Oh yeah, I remember that one. That one my, has like. When he starts not hallucinating, but he has a little uh, yeah yeah the when little, he's working at the, the yeah, yeah the yeah. burger place it's yeah. one of my if it if not my favorite uh, comedy from the eighties and I can't seem I, I I just want a digital I have I have a physical copy of it um, but I would just like a um, just like a, a, a I have the physical but I, I, sometimes when I'm just I don't know if, if I just want it playing in the background I you know and I want to buy a digital copy. Because yeah. I already have the other copy, I just want to do. I can't. No one sells a digital copy anywhere yeah. in this day and age, which is a popular '80s comedy. And so it's like you know, it's just it's weird for me anymore, man. And so it's just like uh, you know, but that's but, what I like about physical. Oh, I don't want to keep going on a tangent about this stuff, but it's it's there. It's available. Dude, if I love they were making it. it it's yeah. there. If the content stuff. If it's just digital, they can decide whether or not to take it away or take it out of the. You know the. I hope they don't get rid of removes things. I hope they don't get rid of physical media. I I hope they don't. I mean, it just feels like they're really pushing that, but I I hope not. They've already done it with games mostly. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's just like did. Yeah, yeah. Um, Most people are. There's no really no reason to since on a day one patch you have to download an additional fifty gigabytes. That's not on a disc that you get. Yeah. They oh yeah. They don't play off the discs anymore either. No, so they you don't. basically you have yeah. to download what's yes, on the disc and yeah. then something else an update to uh-huh. it. So it's like what's the point of even getting a disc? I mean, I'm glad that albums are still a thing, you know. I mean, that's yeah. good to see, you know. Um, you know, but I mean for a while there, I mean, 
you didn't really see a lot of vinyl. Like, I mean, it was just the old stuff. And then, but now it's like, you know, a lot of, a lot of the, um, artists, you know, groups or whatever are still pushing out vinyl, which is good because there's a lot of the younger generation are into vinyl and they, they appreciate that. Um, so, you know, but, um, I guess we should get back to Psycho Gorman a little well, it bit. Well, does, it does tie in with the 90s. It does, it ties in. You know, they, it, they it don't does specify in, what, what time period that this movie is in. There's no cell phones in the movie. No cell phones. Uh, yeah, the vehicle is some older, uh, not really older truck, but dated truck. Um, I'm trying to, yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't I don't know. Clothes-wise, we can't really tell. Yeah, you can't really tell. It's, I think it's made to look like it. it, it was kind of it could be in, take place in the it in the early could have 90s taken place whatever. in the 90s right i mean which I, I love the fact that they're playing you know they made up a game and they're playing it instead of on well they were playing video games uh luke and his friend uh what was that kid's name that playing sh- n64 is that what they were playing <laughs> yeah okay so they're playing a game <laughs> but mid, i guess it would be mid 90s yeah uh, so maybe maybe yeah. this is supposed to be a mid 90s yeah you know but i mean i love the fact that you know that they're outside and they're doing something <laughs> right yeah they're not on a they're not on a phone yeah, or, yeah i mean they're right. outside playing and and stuff and um you know but i mean so so uh i'm trying to think here so the so pandora um pandora um i i don't know if she she somehow uh talks to the mom susan and then luke and they kind of go to her side because of the repercussions of him destroying basically you know the entire universe because he's gonna basically yeah. kill everyone. Well, the girl Mimi has pissed off her brother Luke. She's an asshole to him. She's though. an asshole. She's threatened to kill him multiple times. Multiple times. She's just she's yeah, threatened she's to have uh, the nameless evil, or the Duke of Archduke of Evil, or whatever, kill him. Well, doesn't she? Doesn't there one scene where she he, tells him to kill yeah, him and he goes and he, and and he levitates like, nah. him or something like yeah. that? And then, just kidding. Yeah, and and so and then she's just she's just an asshole. She's awful. <laughs> and then the, the mom is pissed off the dad by just. Being a normal human being, yeah, he's shitty. He's yeah. lazy. He's shitty. He's oh my god, he's useless, and so so yeah, and so, um, but then but then like Greg the dad and Mimi uh, don't they don't they leave with uh, with uh, Psycho Gorman and they go where do they go? They go back. See, that's they that's go the back thing to I don't the... like about this movie that the settings. Uh, they go back to the warehouse, which is the not shoe, an interesting the, whatever it is. Setting. The shoe yeah. used to be a shoe place or something. I don't know. They made shoes there. A shoe, yeah. shoe. They manufactured shoes there. Yeah, they go back to the same freaking place. So of yeah. course they're gonna like yeah. And then they have the whole Duke at at the end, which uh, the the whole crazy ball the thing. crazy ball thing, which is I it mean. Was, uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't That's know, not man. one of the worst things in the movie, but it is something. It's like okay, here we go. Yeah. Um, which I wish they would have gone to a different planet for the ending, you know. Well, again, budget, right? It comes down to money, and well, how do just, you do? I that? mean, they're using a setting. I mean, what they would just use a. I guess you could I, have, I, right? I, I mean, they did it with that council. What yeah, was that yeah. council? Or then when it? they did the whole backstory with uh, on Gygax, that was on a different Gygax. planet. They could have been. They Gygax, could have went yeah. back to a post-apocalyptic Gygax. And on, more than likely, that was just CGI anyways on some oh, yeah. green screen. They so did I do guess some they miniatures could. in this movie, I which looked, I which I love miniatures. Yeah, I watched the special features. Um, I'm, I'm all for miniatures. And they That's just they cool. did a little bit of miniatures. Um, just, yeah, a couple of shots. But, yeah, there was a lot of, uh, you know, goofy CGI. Uh, yeah, I mean, there was some, yeah, there was some dorky stuff. But, I mean, uh, I, I think know. the one thing, I, I, besides what we already talked about, that I really didn't like about the film, and I know it was a shoestring budget, but I looked up at the 
the details. Um, so the cinematography uh, really bugged me because it just looks really kind of half-assed. I, I don't. I don't mean to like disparage any. I'm sure <laughs> they shot everything in the, uh, yeah. very few takes. Uh, very very. Just didn't look good to me, and uh, but they shot on Ari Alexi minis, uh, hmm. which Ari uh, Ari is a. I mean, every single huge budget film that's shooting on a digital camera shoots on an Ari Alexi. Oh, okay. Like Dune, all these oh, okay. films are shooting on, and that's probably one of you know the most expensive digital cameras, and it also has the look of film that almost no other digital camera comes close to, but it's mm. like, it like gets close to that. It basically has that look of film. Yeah. Um, and it's really expensive and they use it on all, all, all the, you know, big budget films. Yeah. Uh, and this was the same company. So it's a, it's huh. a decent, it's a decent camera, decent digital camera, but whatever reason it's drab, the uh, cinematography just doesn't. Did you think that that was intentional too? Because I almost feel like to seem like it gives like a retro look. I think so because if we're to think that just it is look so like Turbo Kid had that idea it and, did and, it, it did. and they went to the effect where they made like VHS like yeah. lines in the, yeah. in the thing and that's intentional yeah. but this just felt maybe that was an intent but it comes off to me as just kind of uh, they just didn't really think that that much about it when they were shooting possibly, was, possibly man I I have I have you know doing enough of these episodes I almost I do enough research and I see enough movies where I almost feel like. When they're doing stuff, it's always intentional. Like I, I just feel like there's always a reason behind it. We just sometimes don't know what it is. And yeah. if this if this was to feel well, everything's intentional, even if it's a bad script, right? Because somebody well, they wrote it, yeah, and they, but they I shot mean, to that. Like, like, okay, so for instance, like we're talking about, like you're, you're talking about the cinematography or whatever, the look of it. If this was supposed to be '90s, well, then it's supposed to maybe maybe look '90s. Um, the overacting to me, yeah. like, like to me, there's, I've seen plenty enough movies with overacting. Right. I've, right. S- I've seen a ton. It just felt like bad acting, but to bad and over, over the top, like, oh, yeah, <laughs> if there's a such thing as over, over the top, that's what it was. Right. And that's what, like, I'm okay with over the top, but it was just to the extreme and it, I just couldn't get past it. Sure. And it, but I'm sure there was a reason for that. I bet, I bet, I bet some of these actors are good actors or decent actors. Yeah. And he went to them and said, Hey, I need you to do this and then go way beyond that. And that's what you're seeing in this. So maybe that was the same with the cinematography. I don't possible. know. I, I just feel like they just, it was just a quick process and they're doing, could have been though, man. And maybe I, I, I never, yeah, I don't I just, know. It's, cinematography is a thing that you notice like bad special effects or bad CGI. You don't really notice it when it's, good or decent enough because it's supposed to be transparent but if it's not good you notice it like right off the bat you know uh, i mean i didn't note i mean i didn't notice it like it didn't bother me i mean other i guess i was so focused on on mimi's character and how annoying she was to me i was so focused on that i was so focused on some of the the power ranger type stuff um, you know that that didn't bother me. Like sure, I didn't have yeah. an issue with it. <laughs> like I yeah. had I had issues, but that wasn't one of them. Um, you know, and again, I'd like to. I I I, I don't ever want to just sit and just bash a movie because there was some stuff in here that was good. Like sure, I, yeah. I mean, there are you know. Um, I mean, I like I, said, I like I said, I enjoyed the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I I was bored by it. Um, I was bored by it. Um, but maybe if I watched it again and had a couple drinks, maybe I would be going, damn, <laughs> this go, is, this is yeah. good shit, you know? Try it, watch this um, one and then watch Dr. Strange. But I will say things. this, man, and, and I, I, this definitely has some charm to it that I know a lot of people like or will like. 
just because I didn't like it doesn't mean the next sure, five yeah. people because there are people are you know like that type of stuff. Yeah, you know, and there so, is a lot of jokes, and a lot of them are funny. Yeah, they are funny. There's, there's some, a there's a one point where she brings they leave him. So the, he's under the control of the kids at the when they first kind of meet him, and they leave yeah. him in that warehouse. Yeah, just to sit there, like in a timeout or something. Yeah, like and but she brings him some like a hunk magazine. Yes, and uh, she's oh, yeah, like, "Is that hunk that. for for hunky boys?" And he's like, "I do not like hunky boys." And then there's like a brief. Or do I? <laughs> yeah, I did and like it's so that. straight. It is like so played straight, yeah. that it's and it's so, but it's so quick that it's so funny. Um, there's stuff like that which is really good, and all the stuff with him where he goes off on a tangent about wanting to destroy them or destroy the universe, and they're just like fuck whatever. Like, and then they just or the one part where they were leaving and they brought they brought their friend. What was his name? Alistair. Yeah, Alistair. Yeah. And and he's leaving, and he says something. He says something like bye or something like that. And it, it was good meeting you or something. And he goes, yeah, it'd be good if you were dead or whatever, oh, yeah. whatever it was in the line and the kid is like yeah okay whatever and then he just leaves like it's a nothing and it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty funny and i think what sells it is too is the uh is the uh, the voice is phenomenal dude like i mean that was one of the best part of parts of the movie for me was the voice it was believable it was because i've seen enough movies where they try to do a, a cool voice like that a creepy whatever it is and it fails yeah it, right. and it just falls flat and that's not what happened here no he's great it was great and the music's yeah. phenomenal you got the metal you got the 80s synth stuff i mean you got a lot of there are some good things happening in the movie but as a whole, it just was, yeah, it was just, it was kind of boring and just, eh, for me. Did yeah. you like the count, the Alliance of Planets? I know you said they look like. <laughs> they look like just rejects from like, yeah, uh, Star I, Wars. I, I, or, I like that though. I thought that was so funny. Not, um, maybe not so much Pandora, the, the leader kind of. So there was a couple that were but decent. I liked the one who was just like an eyes and kind of a mount, like a, like a kind of a skull or whatever, yeah. but he was inside of like a. I like did a like the, he was like in a bowl. jar or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I did like that. Uh, that reminded me of something now for the life of me, I can't remember what, but. That was kind of cool. Like, no, they weren't like horrible. Like, they were. Yeah, they were hit and miss. Yeah, hit, hit and miss. Like, That's I, perfect. I like the bucket, and I don't know his name. I had a, I had my notes, and I wrote down all the names of all the all, the, the, all those like goofy characters yeah. and, and people in a costume, and I, I forgot it. But I, I really dug that just bucket of bodies. <laughs> It was kind of cool looking. It was kind of cool looking. I mean, yeah, like you said, that's you, funny. Hit and miss was is a perfect analogy. It's like it was like yeah, it was kind of like uh, it was like that. It, yeah. it was like some stuff, some stuff worked for me, some stuff didn't. But as a whole, the movie just didn't work for me. But again, man, I I I, I have uh, I can see a lot of people really liking this and having fun with it, and I try to have fun with it. I just couldn't have fun with yeah. it and it was eh, it was a little bummer for me but that's okay i mean you know they all can't be home runs and stuff and it's all right you know so should, um not yeah you should definitely look up some of the other films i haven't seen i mean the only one i've seen is void which is a completely different tone that, i have heard it's is, good yeah it's I, not I, a comedy yeah. no it's, i've heard um, that i heard it's yeah but everyone i've everyone i've i've talked to who's seen that has really liked that movie, and it's yeah. on my list to watch i just haven't had a chance to watch it again it's um, a very small budget uh, Again, yeah, I'm okay with that yeah. as long as as long as I'm into the I'm a big budget or small budget. Is if a good if it's good, it's good. At yeah. least in my eyes, you know, I just have to enjoy it, and you know. So um, I guess shit, man. Anything else that we 
I don't know if we there's anything we forgot about anything. Oh, thanks. So. The only other I was going to mention you know, the, the other gag I liked in the movie <laughs> was when their friend Alistair's turned into a like a brain with eyes. Yeah. And uh, it's like it, the the story at one point just kind of follows him home. Yes. And and, it, and he goes home to his parents yeah, and, yeah. and he just sits down for dinner. Yeah. And there's just no thought at all. No. Just it like, was like it doing? was normal to them. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, well, what the hell? Like like that that that's funny. <laughs> Uh, just stuff like that was really funny. Some stuff, yeah, it wasn't. I just wish there, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just don't think the balance was there for that. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think it was, again, it boils down to execution. Sometimes, like I said, it's like following, if, if you decide you're going to go down one lane, stay on that lane. And, and, and I'm okay with that. But then if you keep flip flopping and you're changing the lane on me and it's like, ah, uh, it's like, what are you trying to be? And I, and, and, and we've talked about other movies in the past that do that. And I think this, this did it a little. It didn't do it as much as other movies, but it did it a little. And I think that was sure. my issue, you know. Um, but, uh, anyways, yeah, man, I, that's psycho gore man. Oh yeah. I mean, everybody should, should, if you like, check it, it out. Check it out. Yeah. Check, it's check definitely it out. Yeah, worth ch- checking out because you may really, really, really like it. Yeah, um, no, for sure, man. I would say, yeah, give it a shot and, you know, let us know what you think. But and man, what's that, what's that company? Um, it's, uh, that they do the, all the, all those films. Um, oh, oh, the, oh, the, the group, the, uh, yeah, Astro, Astron Six. Astron Six. Okay. It's like a collective. That's actually of, a, kind uh, of a cool name. Astron Six. I'm going to have to look that up. I never yeah. even heard of that before. They got a, there's a bunch of films. Really? Um, and that guy has directed several. Really? Yeah. All right. I mean, yeah, I'm going to check that well, out. They did the Leprechaun uh, reboot thing, or the, oh, the God. Leprechaun Returns, which I didn't see that. I haven't seen it. Uh, if it doesn't have uh, Warwick Davis. As I know, Leprechaun, right? It's like, why even it. deal yeah. with it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, cool, man. Well, thanks again for coming out. Yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, have to have you out again. Um, but at everyone who stuck around and listened to us uh, ramble. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it. And uh, everyone, uh, take care. You listened all the way to the end. We appreciate that. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Ear for Fear Podcast, Twitter at Ear for Fear, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Ear for Fear Podcast. You can also check out our website, earforfear.com. There we list news and events. We're available on all the main platforms, so make sure you tell a friend. We hope you come back and get an earful.